I wrote this to kind of wake people up and really take a minute and look at what you have. And is it where you want it to be if something happened that you just didn't show up tomorrow? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arvi Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and also authoring one of uh, the impact of one voice, which is a collaborated book. And it's all about your voice your message, and your story matters. And I have one of our co-authors here today with me, and that is Lynn Carello. And Lynn's chapter is uh, very, very uh, impactful because it's, it's called Out of the Ashes. So let me introduce to you my guest today. Lynn is a passionate agent with New York Life Insurance, helping individuals and business owners maximize their benefits and prepare for retirement. She is a mom, sister, daughter, wife, and business owner. But it was when she became a widow that her life took a downturn she never saw coming. Lynn thought there was always time, time to save, time to prepare. It was the sudden death of her husband at the age of 41 that not only destroyed her mentally and physically, but also financially. Without warning, Lynn had to shift from the comforts of being in a dual income family to the hard hustle of being a single mom with a grieving teenage son, all without a financial parachute. Well, Lynn is here today to make sure that that does not happen to you. So please help me welcome Lynn Carello. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Lynn. How are you doing? I'm awesome, Arby. Thank you so much for having me. You know, you and I have known each other for many, 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 many years. We have. Right? And, yeah. you know, it, what I love about you is, is like, you know, I knew you, you disappeared, or I disappeared, and then reappeared, and then disappeared and reappeared. And it's like we never, ever lost touch. It's just, yep. I just have so Friends much. Friends forever, Arby. Yeah. You're stuck with me. I just have so much love and respect for you and what you do and what you've been through. And here you are, one of the authors of this book. And I couldn't be more blessed, more happy than to just be with you here today. Thank you. So let's talk about your chapter because out of the ashes, it's like, ooh, what does that mean? So let's talk about, why don't you tell a little bit about your story about losing your husband, Jay? That was a day that'll rock you right to the core. You know, I mean, it's, um, I think one of the biggest issues that we had was we talk to women differently about money than we do with men. And so when it comes to preparation and when it comes to 
making sure things are, I mean, you know, let's, let's get real. None of us are getting out of here alive. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's the, it's the impact of, of, Oh, I'll, you know, it'll, it's going to happen when we're in eighties or nineties or whatever. And to lose him at age 41, that was young. And yeah. And there was no warning. I mean, we just woke up one morning. He didn't come home the afternoon. So um, what, what this did for me is it shook me in a way, honestly, Orby, I, I didn't even know you could be. I mean, I hit a bottom. I didn't even know there was that bottom. I mean, it was that bad. It was that far down. You didn't even it was know that how far, far you could go. Yep. It re- I mean, when you think you're done and then it keeps going, you're like, okay, anytime this is, <laughs> anytime we're done with this, I, I'm, I'm good, you know, but it took, it took finding strength. I didn't even know I had just to be able to pull this whole thing together. Right. So let's talk about that for a little bit, because it was a sudden death. That's what made it so devastating. So here you are. And in your story, you talk about, you know, you were making seven figures or six six figures when you were in your 20s, having a ball. And you just kind of thought that, you know, money was always going to be abundant. It's always going to be available. You were always going to earn it. You could always earn more. And that's how you kind of set up your life. You get married, you have a you have a son and then all of a sudden, boom, it's like the floor is taken out from underneath you and, you know, you just go right down to the bottom. Yep. So that can happen to anybody. So first of all, tell people like how Jay died, because that, that is so young and so unexpected. And really your message here is all about being prepared. 100%. You learn that through that. So let's, let's help our listeners to get that too. So tell us a little bit about this, you know, how he died so suddenly, because that could happen to anybody. And then how did you recover? How did you come up out of those ashes? So one of the things, so it was, uh, he, he passed of a pulmonary embolism. So for those of you that don't know what that is, that's a blood clot to the lungs. And it just happens. You know, it's one of those silent killers, no different than, you know, a stroke or a heart attack or, you know, one of those things. Um, we were a couple that lived paycheck to paycheck. And part of it was because, you know, my own ignorance, you know, we'll get to it. You know, we make money, we're good, you know, yeah. we'll get there, that kind of thing. But the other part of it too, is we also relied on things that probably we should have had backups to. So uh, a lot of people have um, things through work. Well, that's all well and good if you have work. In 2008, we both went into entrepreneurship. And and so we started opening up our own business. We were opening up an entertainment uh, business when he passed. And so you don't have the life insurance through work. You don't have all of those kind of you know, staples that you normally do. And even if you do, they're usually under under what you need anyway nowadays, especially with inflation. Right. Living paycheck to paycheck, and then you introduce a, a, you know, because you're living beyond your means and you're not really paying attention and you, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and you've got the better cars and da 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 da, right? You're we having fun. You're having, having fun. a blast, right? Because we've got, got a... plenty of time. That's the right. thought, man. You know, right. that's the man, right? Yeah. Mindsets, we got plenty of time. Well, then here comes my son, you know, and, you know, that, that adds costs that people don't even realize. And then, um, and then 2008, we had everything sitting in real estate and uh, automotive. So of course, you know, now we're, we're, it's this constant tear down, try to get up a little bit, tear down, try to get up a little bit, tear down. 
And so it's not just a death that people have to really understand. It's how we look at money in general. That is really what I'd love for everybody to get out of this. It's, it's living below your means. It's making sure that you have a budget in place, making sure that you do have a will. You know where everything's at. I mean, the one thing I'm very, very grateful for is Jay was a donor. And so when they were asking me, they were asking me in the midst of all of this case. Oh, I know. They asked you like, yeah, really like, fast. you know, that's one of the first questions they ask you. And they come in and they're like, you know, I'm sorry, I have to ask this question, but is yeah. he a donor? And I went, yeah, that I knew. I mean, that was okay. So we think we've got it together. So this, I wrote this to kind of wake people up and really take a minute and look at what you have. And is it where you want it to be if something happened that you just didn't show up tomorrow? Right, right. right. And it took, if it, and honestly, RV, if it wasn't for my son, I don't know if I'd be here. I mean, there's, there's, there were days that, you know, it would have been easy to take a long, long walk off a short pier. You know, it just. No, I hear you because all you wanted to do is get back to where Jay was. So I hear you as a recent widow myself. I get that. Right. Tell us, what did you do and how long did it take for you to come out of those ashes? Uh, Biggest thing I did is I changed everything in my life. So I went from. Uh, living in California, I had, you know, the security of friends and family there, my, all my family's there. I picked up and I took it. I couldn't get, I couldn't get work. That was one of the biggest okay. issues. Okay. And so tried to get work and work around my son and all of, you know, make his life as normal as possible in that. And I got offered a position. It was an executive admin position. And, you know, my girlfriend that actually offered me the position, she says, look, this is beneath your pay grade, but you want to get out? And I said, I don't care. Where is it? How much is it? I don't care. <laughs> you know, right. I need consistency. I need to be able to breathe. And so within about a week, mm-hmm. I went in, I interviewed, I got the position, but it was in Utah. Utah. So I, Utah. So I okay. packed my son up. I came back home. I says, look, I've got this position. It'll get us out from underneath this. And, and at this, at this point, I was about two weeks from living in my car. It got that bad. And so it was, you know, it was just, he's my, I love my son to death. He says, mom, tell me when to pack. And so we did. Beautiful. He and I, we dumped everything that wasn't a necessity. We sold everything off. We packed our little U-Haul, put the dog in there and off we went to Utah. (laughs) And what I found was the farther I got away from everything that reminded me of the trauma, the better I was doing. So it was kind of like you're almost leaving the past behind you and working into your future. I finally saw a light. And that was, I think, my pivotal turn in everything. That's huge. Now, how old was your son at that time? So he was uh, he he was almost 15 when Jay passed. Uh, He was a senior in high school when we moved. So I was dealing with battling this for almost three years. Wow. Did you move him in the middle of his senior year? Right at the very beginning of his senior year. Okay. Well, that was brave of him to want to move. Very much so. Very much so. But I think he felt it too. I mean, he and I got very, very close through all of this. We leaned on each other quite a bit. Um, And it got to the point where I just told him, I says, you know, we've got to make some, some drastic changes and they're going to be a little painful. But at the end of the whole thing, I mean, he found his fiance, well, now wife, he found my new, my new gorgeous daughter-in-law. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and I also found the love of mine. 
So I found John and John is my, he is my rock. Now so. you didn't find him in Utah, right? Cause yeah, you- they found them both in Utah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Are you in Utah now? Or are you no, still- I actually, John and I moved to Idaho. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought you were somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is your son still in? My son is still in Utah. Oh, wow. Now see, that is a beautiful story. So you both took the leap. You both followed, you know, maybe God's path. Mm-hmm. And then you both found the loves of your life. Again, second, there is love. There is absolutely. There and that's what everybody does need to take from this too, is, you know, there is, there is more to the, a tragedy, a tragedy, right? Yeah. If you can find it, it's really hard. There are days that are so dark, you just can't figure out where they're, where you're going to be able to breathe. Right. Right. But there is, there is more to this. Right. And if you're open to that, that was the big thing. I got to a point where it was like, I'm good. I was planning on living my life. Just me. I was going to cruise it. I'm good. I've got myself together, had my conversations with Jay, you know, Hey, look, I'm good. (laughs) You know, and, and, but it was right after that, that here comes this amazing man who accepts me, my son, my past, you know, all of it together. And, and even your late husband, I mean, you were sharing with me just a beautiful story about how John and helps you, you know, when it's the birthday or the yep, anniversary. a little bit about that, because that just warmed my heart when you said that. So this amazing man, I, he bought a candle for me uh-huh. and it's one of those big candles. And in the front of it is a collage of Jay's pictures, just you know, a little bit of everything. And every significant day. So our anniversary, Father's Day, birthday, I wake up to this candle being lit. John, oh. John lights the candle for me. Now, if that isn't a man that you keep, wow. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I just a phenomenal individual. But the big part to this too is, is you know, I, and I had the conversation, I used to, I, I, I write to Jay in my, I have a journal and I just talk to Jay in my journal. I talk to my mom. I've lost quite a few people in my life. And I just kind of, you know, Hey, how's it going? And you're like, they're sitting right there. And I kind of told him, I says, look, you know, if, if there is a second time around kind of situation there, um, they have to be able to understand we didn't get divorced, you know? Right. There's none of that. Yeah. I, yeah. I love him you know, the last things we said to each other were, I love you. I mean, right. so, you know, you can't beat that up. You have to understand that. And you have to help me work through my process to accept someone new in my life. And he was willing to do that. And so, you know, I mean, I love keep her. He is a keeper. He <laughs> is a keeper. And I understand you're getting married soon as we well. We are. Yep. Yep. We are. We're trying to figure out what we want to do for our wedding. So we're, right. we're talking destination wedding. So we'll see what happens. Love it. Something exciting. I can't wait to hear that. So uh, tell us though now, I mean, you've gone, you know, out of the ashes, you know, all of this stuff from, you know, from financial ruin in a way to now you're helping other people to make sure that They don't end up like that ever, whether they're at retirement age or in their 40s like you. So tell us a little bit about your business now and what you do and how you're helping other people. So I am a financial advisor 
and I work out with a very prestigious company, uh, New York Life, like we that you introduced me with. Mm-hmm. Um, I interviewed quite a few. I was just, actually I was one of those transition uh, pandemic babies. I have um, I have about you and you know you know this probably better than anybody. I have about twenty five years in business consulting, and I used to walk in almost as a COO in in uh, either a brand new company or a nonprofit. I worked a lot of startups and nonprofits, and help them get organized. That's I, I'm a process person, so I love being able to work strategies. And I had a tech company. It didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. So right before we locked down the pandemic. Everything got sold off and I kind of just sat there and said, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. In comes this email and I interviewed and I sat and I thought about it. You know, if somebody had sat and had a conversation with me the way I have with my clients, I think things would have been totally different. Uh, in 2008, I did have all the benefits and I had the life insurance and I had all that kind of stuff. But I, I, instead, of, instead of utilizing these tools differently, I just canceled everything out. Well... I never put it back in place. It's like, oh, I'll deal with it later. And of course, later never happened. Here it comes. <laughs> yep. And here we go. Right. So um, I'm a big person on education and especially when it comes to women, because like I was saying before, you know, we speak to women differently about money than we do men. And a lot of times we're women that are sitting there going, no, my husband pays the bills. You know, he's got it covered. He's got the life insurance. He's got, right. he's got, he's got, right. right? Yeah. Well, what happens if something, if something changes? Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean a death, a job change. Uh, it could, that, that can affect you. Um, a, a divorce, that can affect you. So I do work a lot with women in transition. And I work with a lot of women that are coming out of college because they're starting out. And if you start out on the right foot with the right mindset and understanding your budget and how things come together and how this all can affect you through life, right? In all your ups and downs through life. I've lost businesses, you know, I mean, you name it, it all was there. If somebody had had that conversation with you in my thirties, yeah, it would have been a totally different situation. Absolutely. Well, Lynn, our time is up. I know it goes so fast, but our time is up. And again, we just want to encourage people to get the book one, uh, the impact of one voice. And, and I've been abbreviating it. That's why I keep wanting to say one voice. Cause that's all like one voice, one voice, but it's actually called the impact of one voice. So if there was one impact that you want to leave with our listeners of your, you know, your chapter, anything you want to say, what would that be today? It's never too late. Oh, I love that. Never too late for anything, anyway. right? For love, yes. for finances, Right. Oh, I love that. And and do you have a giveaway of something you want to give? Um, or, um, actually, if anybody wants to connect with me on my social media, if they would love for just somebody to sit down and do a review of where they're at, I am happy to do that. I, uh, nationwide Zoom, thank goodness for Zoom. Right. Right. You can do this anywhere. So yeah, they can reach out to me um, on my uh, just find me by my name. It's not real hard. So it's Lynn Carrillo, and just on any of our platforms, have them reach out. Uh, send me a little message and I am always happy just to have a conversation. Beautiful. And how do people get a hold of you? Uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Lynn Carrillo, NYL for New York Life. Right. And uh, or just, you know, go uh, really, you can Google me and you'll find me. <laughs> there you go. Google you and spell your last name so everybody can spell it correctly. You betcha. It's C-A-R-R-I-L-L-O. Beautiful. 
Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you, Arby. It's just been so nice to connect with you. I'm so happy that you're in the book. And uh, there's just so much more that we're going to do together. So Thanks for letting me be a part of it. This has uh, been an absolute just gem. I really I love you. I, I love appreciate you, you. And thank you so much for your time here today. Thank you. All right, everyone, that is our show for today. So tune back in for more authors and more impactful interviews. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.